One man, one mission, to equip the Church of Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and awaken the Church to the voice of the Spirit. David Cuppet brings to you the School of the Holy Spirit from one of his many missions from around the world, where he aligns with apostolic leaders to eradicate spiritual blindness and reveal the true authority of believers in Christ, to prophesy, heal the sick, raise the dead, and cleanse the lepers. Open your heart and get ready to receive all that the Holy Spirit has for you in this week's session of the School of the Holy Spirit. School is in session. Um, all right, so grace, man. I just like this. I just think the Lord is going to shower us with grace. Amen. He's going to shower you individually with grace. Yes. And grace, grace is, is about an empowerment. Grace isn't about answering um, just simply um, rescuing you. Grace is about shifting things from you being a victim to you being a place of victory. Yes. To so you actually. Um, inducing the presence of the Lord where you walk yeah. instead of trying to just get by. Yeah. Yes. Amen? Amen. And so I just I just decree that shift in yes. your in yes. your expectation. That your hearts, your minds are going to be set in expecting God to break yes. through. Because the breaker has promised to break through. Yes. That's what the breaker does. It breaks through. So say this with me, church. Say, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Yeshua I expect you, Lord, I expect you, Lord to break through. To break through. To break down my enemies. Break down my enemies. To destroy my strongholds. To destroy my strongholds. To establish and build your kingdom. To establish and build your kingdom. Because we are in the time of grace. Come on, Jesus Woo! said, grace for grace. Grace for grace. Grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Not working. Not working. But receiving. But receiving. So right now, spirit of grace. Right now, spirit of grace. Fall on me. me. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. So tonight, um, I want to I want to talk about uh, this concept of uh, qualification. So what what qualifies you guys? Does an organization qualify you? Does a system qualify you? No. What sends you? It's, is, do you know that Jesus is the one who anoints, equips, and sends? Amen. Right. So I want to I just I want to dig deep into the concept of the fact that Jesus as a deliverer came to deliver you so that you could step into deliverance. Yes. Right? So that you could yeah. step into being the one who breaks through. Amen. That's right. And then you are you are the one who carries the anointing yes. right, of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit in the, in the New Testament is known as the Spirit of Grace. Amen. Yes. The Spirit that equips. The Spirit that actually comes on you to do a supernatural thing. Amen. God didn't call you to do something possible. Right. He called you to go do yeah. the impossible. Amen. Yes. Right? Amen. Which requires what? It requires grace. Yes. It requires yes. you to be so dependent in the relationship of grace that you don't walk by what you know, you walk by who you know. Amen. Yes. Amen. Right? Amen. right? You walk by who you know. Amen. And so that supernatural relationship with the Holy Spirit is an equipping. It's a, it's it, it, it builds you to be able to go into the darkest places on the earth. Mm -hmm. 
Right? Yes. Amen. Yes. And Amen. the darkness doesn't scare you because you walk with the big man. Right? That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. And so you walk with this spirit of grace. You walk with an expectation that you're going to step into a confrontation. Yes. And it's going to try to punch you in the nose, but you're going to like bow up in the Holy Ghost, right? Yeah. Not my God. Not my God. I know my God. And I will not back down. Right? I will bring in. I will bring through. Amen? Amen. So knowing that grace is for you and not against you, right? The victory of the cross was for you. That's right. And not against you. You have to have the same mindset that no matter where you're at, you have grace on you. Yes. You have grace on you? Yes. You guys baptized in the Holy Spirit? Yes. You have grace on you. Amen. Right? So grace is the ability. It's not you. That's right. Right? That's right. You see, if you have to rely on you, you're in trouble. Amen. 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 If you rely on grace, my gosh, grace is like, grace can't be stopped. That's it. Amen. That's it. Grace is, is the supernatural force that literally changes whatever atmosphere that you step into. Amen. Amen. Yes. And so I want to I want to talk about grace because the reliance on grace is what actually sets you up to flow in the fear of God. Yes. You see when you don't fear man and you fear God, you actually begin to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit right. because you don't care about what your limitation is, you care about what God said. That's it. Yes. What did what did the Holy Spirit say to you? Right? Well, what if three people come up to you and say, well, yeah, I wouldn't do that if I was you. No. I don't know if I, oh, well. that's probably too big for you. No. I don't know about that. No. Is, you sure you're listening to wisdom? Well, guess what? Anytime you hear the Lord <coughs> sending you to do an impossible thing, that's you are right. going to get opposition. Yes. That's it. Yeah. And the sooner you realize that you should expect opposition when you hear from the Lord, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guess what? When you decide to walk with God yeah. instead of maybe tiptoeing around whether He might do it, He might not, <laughs> right? If you actually begin to believe that the Lord said it and that He is the one who releases His presence before you, He is your rear guard, He is the one who actually executes it, yes. guess what? You begin to walk in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. There's not many people who walk in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. Okay? That's right. Few people walk in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. Just because you stand in a pulpit doesn't mean you walk in the fear of the That's Lord. Right. Amen. You're at the top of an organization. That's it. When when you walk with the fear of the Lord, the Lord will actually speak to you. Yes. And when He sends you, He's qualified. Not only has He qualified you, but He's actually sending you to do something that's way bigger than you. That's Amen. right. That's right. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. So that's that's, um, that's the mindset of a deliverer. Say yeah. this with me. Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, awaken in me, awaken in me, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. I want to walk. I want to walk into impossible places, into impossible places, and break through, and break through. I am the anointed one. I am the anointed one. Come on, I am the anointed one. I am the anointed one. Sent to break through, sent to break through, to deliver, to deliver, to heal the sick, to heal the sick, raise the dead, raise Come on, Spirit of Grace. Come on, Spirit of Grace. I am with you. I am with you. Amen. That's right. You see, the, the strength of Jesus was not the Bible. The strength of Jesus was his reliance on the Holy Spirit. Yes. In Isaiah 11, verse 2, um, 
It talks about when Jesus would come, he, that the Spirit of God would rest upon Him. Yes. And I'm going to read the Scripture to you. Then the, then the Messiah will spring forth from the stock of Jesse, who's David's father, right? And a branch from his roots will, be, will bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord will rest, or to be clothed upon Him, the Spirit of wisdom, Spirit of understanding, Spirit of counsel, Spirit of might, Spirit of knowledge, which is the spirit of intimacy, meaning you are yes. intimate with the Holy Spirit, Amen. which results in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. So the fear of the Lord is that you're intimate with the Spirit. Did you get that? Yeah. The God's fear well. of the Lord will come upon a person out of intimacy. Uh, yes. Yes. So here's, yes. the way, here's the way to look at this. Wisdom releases understanding. Wisdom will always re lead you into understanding. Okay? <clears throat> counsel, which is the voice, your reliance of the voice of the Lord, um, counsel will lead you into the might of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The unstoppable ability of God. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And intimacy, or what's called the spirit of knowledge, will actually um, position your heart because you are intimate with Him. <clears throat> The fear of the Lord will go. It's before you. It surrounds you because God is Amen. the one who sends you. Ooh, yeah. yes. Amen. 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 You, you yeah. with me? Yeah. You ready to do something impossible? Yes. Oh yeah. It goes on to say that He, Jesus, will delight in the fear of the Lord. That He oh, yeah. will not judge by the seeing of the eye or yes. the hearing of the ear. Yeah. Amen. Not that, that, that. What that means is He won't judge by. What he sees in the natural, what he hears in the natural, yeah. he judges um, with righteousness, right? Yeah. How does how does how is a person made righteous? How was Abraham made righteous? Faith. Yeah, but in faith in what? The word of the Lord. Faith in the Lord. What the Lord spoke to him. The word. It wasn't scripture. It was in what he heard the Lord right. say. Yes. It says Abraham was visited. By the vision of the Lord, right? The, the Lord actually yeah. came to, mm -hmm. to Abraham in a dream, mm -hmm. a supernatural yeah. dream. And and Romans chapter 4 actually says that Abraham was made righteous because he believed the voice. Amen. Amen. Okay? So righteousness is actually imputed. It's, it's actually the scripture in the, in the book of Romans says that righteousness is imputed to you as you believe when He speaks to you. Yes. Amen. Yes. So righteousness is a force, okay? Mm -hmm. And it says that these this sevenfold Spirit of God rested on Jesus, that Jesus didn't judge by the seeing of the eye or the hearing of the ear, but He judged in righteousness, okay? Mm -hmm. And He actually released heaven on earth because He walked with the supernatural one. <laughs> the voice of God flowed through Him, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Right? So Jesus, the, in the power of the Holy Spirit, that actually the evidence of the power of the Holy Spirit is you hearing the voice and releasing what the voice says because mm -hmm. you believe it. Yeah. Amen. Right? Amen. That's the power of, of the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. Because you're equipped with, to hear what the Lord wants to do right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Amen. And power comes out of you. It's a it's an impact of righteousness. Yes. Right. Yes. Righteousness is a supernatural force if you really understand it. Oh, amen. A lot of dead Christian concepts say that righteousness comes from not sinning, and that is that is a lie. I know a lot of monks over in foreign nations that don't sin. All they do is sit in a in a room all day. 
and and do their yeah. their routines. They're not actually out in the world sinning and doing stuff that men do. But they're not righteous. Right. Righteousness is a product of relationship. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. So you can't conform to something in by not sinning to be made righteous. Amen. Right. Right? The blood of Jesus, when you receive Jesus, you the blood of Jesus washes you, Amen. which crosses the veil of not hearing God mm -hmm. into hearing God, mm -hmm. into hearing the voice. And when you hear the voice, the voice makes you supernatural. You become a force. Amen. Right? Amen. 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 So Jesus delighted in the fear of the Lord, not judging by what he saw around him, but by knowing the Spirit of God and what the Spirit of God wanted to do, he released it. And it says, it says in verse 4, um, With righteousness and justice he shall judge the poor and decide with fairness for the downtrodden of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, meaning the authority. He will release authority out of his mouth mm -hmm. because of being led by the Spirit. Right? Right. And with the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Well, who's the wicked? He's not talking about slaying men. He's talking about the demonic world. Yes. yes. Okay? Yeah. He's actually saying he will come and judge the demonic world wow. because his intent is to pull man into the presence of the Lord. Come on. <laughs> so if Jesus came to judge the darkness and to deliver man out of the grip of sin and to mm -hmm. pull them into the presence of God so that they would see Him face to face, wow. what's your job? Yes. Is the Spirit of God on you? Let's dig deeper. Let's dig deeper into that. Because here's the deal. Who here has been baptized in the Holy Spirit? You, pray, you guys all pray in tongues? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. You guys all prophesy? Yes. Yes. Not yet? Words of knowledge, yes. Yes. visions, dreams. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, the the point the point is that 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 should be a normal lifestyle of Amen. one who's baptized in the Spirit. If you're if you're not there, we'll get you there. Okay. Amen. So so the the point of equipping is is this. The point the point of equipping is that the power of the Holy Spirit literally becomes the force by which you walk with. Right? Yes. You are in such a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit is what you wait for. Yes. Yes. Because it doesn't matter if you, if you feel a dark thing or if you feel presence of evil. Mm -hmm. If you are expectant in the Holy Spirit, your deliverer, mm -hmm. juice, he will actually break the very yeah. thing that comes against mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Amen. 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 I mean, when, when you get the revelation that you can't lose, my God, how could how could you be stopped if you can't lose? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How could you be stopped if you can't lose? Tell the little gun story if you get a chance. It's really good. All right. So what they're talking about is I had this dream last night. Um, we were all laughing about it this morning, and in this in this dream, Shelly and I were in this old. Uh, 1987 Monte Carlo SS, and we're flying down the highway, and all of a sudden this uh, old red Suburban is trying to like do the smash up derby thing with me and, and crack, crash into the side of my car, and I saw it coming out of the corner of my eye, and I swerved out of the way, hit the brakes, mm -hmm. and as I hit the brakes in my dream, um, we kind of flew by like the Suburban was here and we were going right by the Suburban mm -hmm. and as we were flying by the driver was a young kid 
literally threw a punch at me while I while I drove by him, and I I had to duck out of the way, and I was like, what the heck, you know, what's that guy doing? Well, the next part of the dream was kind of kind of um, weird. Somehow, Shelly and I got out of the car, and this guy who was driving the suburban sneaks us up to us, and he has this little pistol, and he he he. Um, walked up to Shelly and I and he kind of forced us to walk down this alley with him. He was going to kill us. And I turned around and I started talking to him. I mm -hmm. said, what are you going to do with that little gun? Amen. That little gun can't do anything. That's right. Me. That's right. And and he started to pull the trigger and it went click, click, click. And the <laughs> dream was over. Right? That's an example of yeah. if you're walking with the Lord... Amen. Yes. Um, the, the weapons of the enemy are powerless against you. Powerless. Right? Amen. Amen. It, can, it cannot it can't take hurt me. you. It cannot no. hinder you. Right? Right. Amen. 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 So here's the deal. This clothing that was on the Holy Spirit, known as the sevenfold Spirit of God, right? Wisdom, understanding, counsel, and might. Um, the spirit of intimacy and the fear of the Lord. And the seventh one is actually the spirit of revelation, the Holy Spirit Himself. Um, it clothed Jesus, right? This clothing that was upon Jesus, Jesus valued this clothing so much that He actually sent it to us. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. When Jesus walked on the earth for... After Jesus was, was resurrected, Jesus walked on the earth. It says Jesus walked on the earth for 40 days before He ascended into the heavenlies. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. He walked on the earth for forty days, and before he was he ascended up into the into heaven, he said this in Luke twenty four forty nine. He said, "Stay in the city until I clothe you in the Holy Spirit, the sevenfold Spirit of God that moved Jesus to be supernatural, that He valued above all things, yes, that He had to rely on to resurrect Him. Jesus Jesus went to the cross trusting the Father." He had to trust the Father so much that as He went into death and He gave up the Holy Spirit so that He could die, He had to trust that the Holy Spirit would return Hallelujah. and resurrect Him. Yes. And yes. He valued the Holy Spirit yes. so greatly. Yes. The one who resurrects me, the one who resurrects yes. me, I'm sending upon Woo. you. And I'm going to clothe Woo. you in the same power that I walked in when I walked on this earth. Yes, I said. My God, I can't lose. Amen. I can't lose. It's impossible. It's impossible to lose. Amen. If you just don't quit, it's impossible, it's impossible. for you to lose. Amen. 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 My God, Holy Holy Spirit, let me have the right perspective. Yes. yes. Of the right of the importance that Jesus had of you in His life. Amen. Let my heart. Settle on you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on, I give up all the religion I rely on. Amen. I, I give up Amen. all the junk. I, I give up all the dead stuff because I received, I was clothed in what Jesus was clothed in. And if He can resurrect you, Jesus, He can resurrect me. Amen. My God, if He can resurrect Jesus, He can resurrect me. He can make me something I could never make my, on my own. Amen. My God, does He love yes. me? Yes. Amen. My God, yes. He loves me. Yes. He loves me. Yes. yes. I can't lose. Amen. 
If you were convinced of that, what would you look like? You see, if you were truly unified with him, what would you look like? In John 17, Jesus clarified unity. And if I asked you out of the, all the people in here, I would say, I would, I would, I mean, I'm just going to estimate based on my experience of teaching on this subject. But if I asked you what unity was, the majority of you would say, all of us getting along, denominations putting down their walls, giving up all their individual thoughts, and everybody just coming together and loving each other. No. You know what? That's not how Jesus defines unity. John 17, verse 20. This is Jesus praying for the disciples and all those who would believe after the disciples. As Jesus is about to go to the cross, He prays to the Father this Scripture. This is John 17, 20. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in Me through their word, that they may also be one as You, Father, are in Me and I in You, that they also may be one with us, that the world may believe that You sent Me. We have all kind of preachers thinking that they were sent because an organization or a man positioned them, but they haven't been unified. No. And therefore they preach a wrong message. That's right. And they, it, they, they, human, they humanize unity that you all get along. Yeah. That's not how Jesus defines unity. Exactly. Jesus defined unity as you become one with me. Yeah. You yes. give your life to me. Amen. You lay your, down, your life down Amen. so that you can be one with me and I will send you to speak my, my words. I will send you to bring the people, to break the darkness off the people, to bring them close. Right. And you will one day pray Amen. this prayer. Amen. You will say, Father, as I have become one with you Amen. and you wow. sent me. Amen. And you Amen. sent me. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Because he sends people. Yes. Because you sent me, I pray that they would all be one with you, Father. Yes. I pray that all would be one with you, yes. Father. Just yes, as you Lord. sent me, Lord, I pray that they all would be one with you. Amen. So in love with the Holy Spirit. Yes. That they can't be broken. Because they're unified with the God of God. Amen. Right? The Father of Jesus Christ and the sender of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Yes. Are you properly unified? Or have you been trained to think that you should be just getting along with everybody? No. Because here's the deal if you're trained to think that you should get along with everybody, guess what? You won't speak. The harsh word of the Lord. That's right. That's right. That actually be delivered right. from yes. the false humility and the lies right. and the rebellion, wow. so that That's they can it. actually come close to the Lord. Amen. Because Amen. if you're just being pacifying to the people, yeah. and you're just trying to put your arms around the people uh-uh. and pacify them, let's just get along. Guess no. what? You'll never do what Jesus came to do. That's yeah. right. You know what yeah. Jesus came to do? The scripture says this in Matthew 11. Jesus did not come to bring peace. He came to bring the sword. He came to cut people free of the darkness. Yes. And as they're free of the darkness, they're able to come close to to the presence of the Father. So do you know your mission? Wow. Your mission is to be so tight with Him, so tight with the Holy Spirit, That you are actually not afraid of men. Amen. You're actually sent to break the lies off of Amen. men. Amen. Ooh. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. You Amen. see, people have this perception that Christianity is, oh, you just got to go to church yeah. on Sundays. No. It's kind of easy. No. Right? It's kind of easy. 
That's not nothing easy. That's not the Christianity I've been given. No. Mm -hmm. The Lord woke, has woken me up, drive yeah. two hours yeah. north to this church, and this is what you're going to say to this pastor. Ooh. Yeah. Get on a plane and go to the, go go. I want you to go to Portland, and this is yeah. what you're going to do. Get on yeah. a plane and go to go to Phoenix, and this is what you're going to say yeah. to these pastors. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. His will. His will. His will. Yeah. His will be done because you're given to Him in unity. Yeah. Yes. And not in this humanistic, just get along concept. No. Wow. Right? You want to be a deliverer? Yes. You better lay down your life. That's it. And not trying to be nice to everybody yes. and get Christ. along. Yes. Right. But speak the voice of God. Yeah, the miracles of God. So that, he, so that the people can be delivered close. Yes. Amen. 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 You want to? I mean, a lot of people teach the gifts of the Spirit as okay. We're just going to get you activated, and everybody's going to speak these nice, really good words. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's not my Jesus. My Jesus comes to cut darkness off of people. Amen. Uh, they're puking up demons. They're, they're being baptized in the Holy yeah. Spirit. They're being equipped. They're being. They're literally having yeah. darkness ripped out of them yeah. because. He trusts you because you're unified with Him. Amen. You're not unified with the people. Amen. Yes. You can't, you can't really be open in the power of the Holy Spirit if you're just being nice to everybody around you. You see, the, the Lord wants to awaken people in fearlessness. That's right. Because you fear your God instead of fearing man. Exactly. Okay? If you fear God, you will, you will never fear man. Okay? Amen. You, you will feel it, but you won't bow to it. Okay, you will bow you because you bow mm -hmm. to the Father. Amen. You don't bow to the world. Amen. 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 So, <laughs> you guys okay? I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So I'm going to read the scripture to you because you have to recognize the empowerment of grace. Grace is your greatest weapon. In the in the new in the New Testament. The Holy Spirit is known as the Spirit of Grace, right? He's yes. known as the Spirit of Truth. He's, he's known as a lot of things, but one of them is the Spirit of Grace. Okay, the word grace is the word charis. That actually means to equip. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay? And so Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word, actually no idle word, no word that has no power, words of powerless words, idle words, okay? Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Mm -hmm. So what's your responsibility? To impart grace. Amen. Right? So how do you impart grace? How do you impart grace? You can't impart grace if you don't hear. Grace comes... Grace is um, an ability that is imparted to you, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So a relationship with the Holy Spirit is a continual impartation. Yeah. Your prayer life should be a continual impartation. Visions, dreams. Yes. Yeah. Visions and dreams. Yes. Visions and dreams. Visions uh, and dreams. Yeah. Yes. Visions and dreams. Yes. Visions and dreams. Yes. Visions and dreams. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's a continual impartation. Mm -hmm. Right? Not trying to figure things out. It's actually finding rest. The book of Hebrews chapter 4 talks about... Right? There's a lot of people that try to find it, but they never enter rest. Okay? 
How many people do you know that are truly in the rest of the Holy Spirit? Truly resting in waiting on the Holy Spirit? Not many. Okay? So the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of grace, the one who answers, the one who breaks through, the one who has all ability, you actually set your heart on waiting on the Spirit, trusting that the Spirit knows all things. Mm -hmm. And the Spirit that knows all things Mm -hmm. will be your deliverer. He will be your healer. He will be the one who equips you to be the deliverer for the people around you. Amen? Amen. 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 So the people you're sent to are waiting on grace. They're not waiting on condemnation. You ever see somebody holding the Old Testament saying, you're a sinner, you're going to hell. How many people does that ever say? You know what happens? They say, yeah, okay, I'm a sinner. And most of them walk away because they never feel God. That's right. Amen. That's right. Jesus actually explained it this way. Actually, the the Holy Spirit through Paul, as he's explaining the Old Testament, if if the Old Covenant could have saved, there would have been no need for Christ, the anointing. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And because the Old Covenant couldn't save, right, the the, the condemnation, right? The point of the Old Covenant is that you actually need a Savior. They refused to go up the mountain to meet God face to face. They refused the need of a Savior. They didn't need Him. Mm Mm-hmm. So the Old Covenant was actually designed to expose the fact that you're a sinner and you actually need Christ. Amen. Yes. But when you, it, when you receive Christ, it means the anointing. When you mm-hmm. receive the anointing mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you actually receive grace. Yeah. You receive ability to bring you close because the Old Covenant couldn't. They right. couldn't get close. No. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now the New Covenant brings you close to the presence of the Amen. Lord. Grace upon grace. My God, He gave you grace. So the most powerful weapon in the church is actually the gifts of the Spirit that release grace to people. Yes. Because the Lord is trying to bring people close. Those who can't get close on their own, the Lord says, I'm going to send you to prophesy over this person. Yes. And I'm going to send this other person to prophesy over this person. I'm going to send ten people to prophesy over this person because I want grace to shower them. I want them in my midst. Yeah. Yeah. So your responsibility in a, as a New Testament grace-filled, grace-reliant believer yeah. is to bring people into the presence of the Lord. Yes. That's why, that's why the gifts of the Spirit are central to the, to the New Covenant. Yes. Yes. You become equipped in the power of the Spirit to release grace. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so the concept of the gifts of the Spirit... Um, in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, it says this, verse 4, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. The word gifts there is the word charisma. Okay, The word charisma um, has multiple meanings. It's actually the grace that qualifies you. You're not qualified by not sinning. You're qualified by the grace that covers your sin. Amen. Yes. Right? Amen. So your mindset has to be on what, not what you're not doing, it has to be on what you rely in. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. So the grace, number one, the grace that qualifies you. Number two, the grace that has miracle ability. Mm-hmm. So when you are in the power of the Spirit, um, fearing God, <laughs> and He gives you a vision for somebody, yeah. guess what? 
you are going to release miracle power yes. because the vision is releasing an impartation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. Third, the third major element of, of grace or, or, or of uh, charisma, the gifts of the Spirit, is the ability to deliver. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> After a person actually repents of sin, is that it? Oh, no. no. Okay, well, there's a lot of denominations that get people to come to the altar and they repent of their sin, but they're never actually baptized in Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is, that, is repentance a complete act? No. no. Absolutely not. Actually, in Acts chapter 19, Paul's walking through Ephesus and he comes across believers of repentance. And Paul says to them, there's 12 of them, he says, do you guys believe in Jesus? He goes, I don't even know that there is a Jesus. He goes, well, have you repented? And they said, yeah, we, we, we believe in the, in the baptism of repentance, which is that we follow John, John the Baptist. John the Baptist in the Old Covenant preached repentance. You actually need a Savior. Okay, so once you acknowledge you need a Savior, Paul didn't end there. Because his next question to those 12 was, okay, that's cool that you repent. You actually know you need a Savior. Because you're mm-hmm. you're you're clothed in sin, mm-hmm. but I know one called Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah. who's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. Amen. The love of Jesus. And I am going to clothe you in grace. Yes. In what you okay. couldn't do simply in repentance, the power of Christ, the anointing, Amen. is going to come upon you, and you're going to be equipped to do something so supernatural it's going to blow your mind. Amen. You are going to receive grace. Yes. Amen. 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 You are going to receive Amen. grace, ability. You are going to hear the voice of the Lord. Amen. 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 So if John, or, or I'm sorry, if Paul was so adamant with these 12 guys who repented, yeah. but had not yet been baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire, living by grace, living by hearing the voice. Amen. My gosh, how, 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 can, how can you simply have an organization that simply just come and repent? And they claim Jesus, but they're never <clears throat> baptized in right. Jesus. Right, if it, if it wasn't important, Jesus wouldn't have said, stay in this city, That's right. disciples. That's right. I'm not finished with you. I'm going to ascend into heaven. I'm going to send you grace. Yes. Amen. You're going to be clothed in grace. Amen. You're going to be equipped, equipped with an ability that is beyond your ability. It's going to take you not simply from a heart position of repenting, but it's going to spiritually equip you yes. in grace. <laughs> Right? Right. We have all these Christians, and I'm using this quote-unquote Christians, Mm -hmm. walking around claiming Christianity, yet they're still broken. Yeah. They're still in anxiety. They're still in fear. They're still in in depression. They're still in all these things. But when grace comes into a person's life, Yes. You see, when grace comes into a person's life, the Holy Spirit declares war on what has war yes. against you. Exactly. You see, I exactly. need the Holy Spirit. Yes. My revelation exactly. of the Holy Spirit exactly. is that my God came to heal me. Amen. My God came Amen. to deliver me. He Amen. sent grace upon me Amen. to awaken me and yes. equip me and send me. Yes. To cause that stuff that I hear, those voices I used to hear at night, gone. Amen. 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 That, that, that clothed depression that was on me. Gone in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. That, Amen. That need to actually get intoxicated with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't find anything else to numb me. Mm-hmm. 
my God. It just, mm -hmm. it left me. Yes. My God, where'd yep. it go? Where's that thing at? Right? Where did that thing yes. go? Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? Amen. And so, do you need the diversities of gifts? Do you need the charisma? Do you need the Holy yes. Spirit? Yes. 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 The answer is yes. Yes. Okay, so 1 Corinthians chapter 12 says this, that there are diversities <coughs> of gifts, right? Do you know Do you know all the gifts? Yep. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, wisdom, faith, right? Working of miracles, right? Words of knowledge, prophecy, right? The gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit are so... Um, equipping, yeah. right? That the that the Lord actually says this that He does not want you to be ignorant <laughs> of these gifts. Right. Yeah. Chapter chapter twelve verse one, First Corinthians chapter twelve verse one says, um, "Do not be ignorant of the wind of the Spirit." That's right. Amen. How were how were people equipped in the gifts of the Spirit? <clears throat> The wind of God came, the Pentecost, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The day of Pentecost, the equipping of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so, <laughs> let's talk about this for a minute. How is your life supposed to be centered as a Christian? Is it simply going to a, to an organization on Sunday morning? It's a lifestyle. Or is it following? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's following, right? And beholding his face. Yeah, so you're yeah. you are in such unity with yeah. him, you're Sorry. beholding his face, you're unified with yeah. him, your reliance is on him, yeah. you're following him so profoundly that he's leading you. Yeah. And if you're following yeah. him, do you think he not has an intent and a purpose in your life? Yes. yes. The intent and the purpose is a sending process. Yes. So why do we have all these people sitting in pews for 20, 30 years? Not fulfilling the call that's upon their life. Yes. Come on. Because they're not taught to follow in unity with Him. With the Holy Spirit. They're taught to just come on Sundays. No. Right? That's, that doesn't get it. No. Right? No. So the apostolic calling that's upon the body yeah. is to follow and go. Yes. Because He will send you. Yes. If you're following Him, He yes. will He will send you. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Romans chapter 10 says, How will they hear without a preacher? The word, the word preacher there is, is actually one flowing in the Holy Spirit. That's right. Right? The one who is sent by the Holy Spirit. Wow. Say this with me. Say, Holy Spirit. Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Give me a dream. Give me a dream. Give me a vision. Give me a vision. And send me. And send me. This week. This week. I come out of everything that makes me lethargic. I come out of everything that makes me lethargic. And willing to sit still. And willing to sit still. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. With an expectation. With an expectation. That you send me. That you send me. You said if I follow you. You said if I follow you. You'll send me. You'll send me. So I put an expectation. So I put an expectation. You send me. You send me. This week. This week. To a person. To a person. Right now he's dropping a face in your Yes. Who is it? The guy at the grocery store. You don't have to speak it out loud, but who, who is it? Right? Who is it? Are you going to go? Because he just dropped it in your heart. Are you going to go speak? 
Are you going to go find what he wants you to share with that person and go speak? I was teaching a, uh, a, a Holy Spirit equipping class in Arkansas about, I don't know, four, four maybe five years ago now. And um, we had three sessions during the day. And in the afternoon session, we had already gotten to the point where you know, we were getting people um, you know, awakened to what the Holy Spirit is. Um, they didn't know anything about the gifts of the Spirit, so we were, you know, we we're taking them through some of these scriptures, and um, all of a sudden, we started to pray for people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I said, people are going to start getting names of people, um, and I want you to write it down, mark it, and you're going to be sent to them, and all of a sudden, there was a guy in the back row, his name was, was Justin. He jumps up, he comes forward, and he says, I've never had this happen before, but I have a vision of this guy in the front row. And I had been preaching the whole, I had been preaching all day, you know, it's in the middle of the afternoon, and I had been walking by this guy in the front row. And I knew this guy in the front row, I don't know how they got him in the door, but he was, he had alcohol in his breath. He was drunk, okay? And so, Justin comes up, and he says, I had a vision of this guy, and this guy is going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit right here in the spot. And I'm thinking to myself, this is, a, this, is a, a, this is an act of God. This is a miracle, right? Because I don't know who brought this guy in. So I start asking him questions. I stand him up in front of people, and he starts confessing. He's never been in church ever in his life. And somehow the guy sitting beside him saw him out in the street at the gas station and asked him to come. Yeah. Okay? Wow. Justin, who never prayed for a person before in his life, I have him lay his hand on, on him. This guy accepts Christ as his Lord and Savior and has to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And this guy starts to shake and tremble. And this guy gets, this guy gets delivered on the spot. Okay? He, he was buzzing. And he's now no longer buzzing. And all of a sudden, he, he's sitting there shaking and tongues is coming out of his mouth. And he says, he says I see a vision. I said, of what? And it, okay, now, now get this, okay? Visions are contagious. Yeah. Because yeah. the grace that came on Justin yeah. to come forward and yeah. prophesy over somebody he never he never did before. Yeah, it is. To a drunk guy who never stepped foot in a church. Yeah. Somehow this drunk guy is now clothed in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues mm -hmm. in his right mind and no longer drunk. And receiving, and receiving visions. And he says, I see a vision. I see a vision. I said, what is it? And he's got the mic in his hand. And he goes, I see a vision of the girl that I buy beer from every day down at the corner store. I said, what, what do you see in the vision? He goes, I'm supposed to go tell her about Jesus and that he's a healer and that he's going to heal her, heal her life. I said, go do it. Him and Justin walk out of the church. They, they, go, they go down yes. to the gas station. Okay? And they come back 20 minutes later and they tell the story. Okay? So I'm, I'm teaching about the Holy Spirit. I stop what I'm doing. I bring them up front and they start telling the story, right? We walked in the gas station and we waited in line because there were three people. And he goes, I got to the, to, to the you know, to where she was, and I started saying these words. I don't know where these words came from. He goes, in like 10 seconds, she's laying face down on the counter. She's weeping. 
And she Ooh. says, okay, I believe Jesus sent you. And she wow. accepted Christ right yeah. there on the spot. Amen. Wow. Amen. From a guy who was drunk that morning, who yeah. never All was right. in church, yeah. who got a vision from a guy who never prophesied before. <laughs> That's God. Come on. Yeah. That's God. It's a God thing. Not one thing was said. You've got to repent or you're going to hell. Right. You're no. going to die in hell. No. You're going to spend right. eternity in hell. Not one, not nothing no. of it was said. No. But a guy was equipped with the Holy Spirit with grace mm -hmm. to have a vision from God. He got unified with the Holy Spirit. He comes forward and the story. Yeah. But you know what? Mm -hmm. That's what the church is supposed to look like. Yes. 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 That's yes. what the church well, is. Yes. yes. People getting baptized in the Holy Spirit and yeah. fire, yes. getting vision and having a grace, ability to go do something that only God can do. Amen. Only God can orchestrate a guy who's never sat in church getting baptized in the Holy Ghost and getting delivered from being drunk yeah. Wow. Yeah. On, the spot on the spot and going and being a witness. Yes. So yes. what does it take to be a witness? Grace. Oh, my God. What does it take to be a witness? Grace. Who qualifies you? I started this whole thing out by wanting you to know one thing. What qualifies you to be a deliverer, to be a healer, to be a sent one? What qualifies you? Is it a man saying, no, I think you've got to wait no. six more months? Oh, no. No, I think, I think you just need to sit here. We don't do things like that here. We don't do that. But what would have happened if justice never would have received grace to stand up. What if that drunk guy never would have received grace by having a vision prophesied yeah. to him? Amen. Amen. What would have happened? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing would have happened. That's right. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. What around you is dead that needs wow. grace? Come on. What around you is dead that aspirate actually is desperate for grace? Oh, Lord. Jesus. The whole, the whole thing's dead, guys. He's, 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 he's equipping you, and He wants you to have the mentality of how real and important the gifting of the Holy Spirit is upon your life. Yes. Amen. Because if the Holy Spirit can do it right now in an instant, what's holding the Holy Spirit back? That's right. You got that right. That's right. Your will. You know why? Because you haven't died. Exactly. You have it yielded to the Holy Spirit because you're more endowed to a man and his system or what you've been lied to, what the world has confused you with, all these lies Amen. that make you willing to be a dead guy. That's it. That's it. Not knowing grace. Amen. He who dies for me will ever die. That's right. Eternal life. Eternal, eternal life is today. Amen. That's not when you leave the earth. Eternal life starts today. Because you know why? Because you receive life, you get to give life. That's it. That's it. Right? Yes. Come on, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Give me grace. Give me grace. Give the dying world grace. You see, this whole thing started out tonight with the revelation that um, you cry out to God, He will answer you and yes. show you great yes. mighty things. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna kinda start to wind this down with a with a revelation of you waiting on the spirit. Okay? What's your expectation? God God rarely talks to you? God won't talk to you? Huh? Well, I don't know that you know that happened to that guy, but I don't know if God really cares about me and that he actually wants to speak to me. The scripture that, that Kurt 
read Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me, and I will answer you. Yes. Not might. Will. Yes. Call unto me, and I will answer you with great and mighty things. Yes. So how do you call on him? Do you know how to call on him? Yes. I go, I go, I go into a lot of so-called spirit-filled churches, and I ask this question: Tell me how you call on the Lord. And I get a bunch of dumb blank stares. <laughs> and I say, so basically you have no prayer life. <clears throat> the most important thing in your life is learning to rest in the Holy Spirit. What is, what is a prayer life? It is resting in the Holy Spirit. Yes. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather you pray in the Holy Spirit than play this organizational stuff of, 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 of thinking you're saved because you go to church. <clears throat> Amen. Have you learned to rest in the presence of the Lord? Do you know Him? Yes. Do you know that He is the giver yes. of grace? Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen? Yes. He is the giver of grace. Yes. So, I'll ask you, why would you not pray in the presence of the Lord, expecting grace? A lot of people I ask, oh yeah, I, I start asking questions, I start declaring a couple scriptures, I get bored, I get tired, and you know, I might pray ten minutes a week. I'm like, well, that's not even praying. No. You're declaring. You're not praying. That's right. Romans 8, 26 says this, For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Holy Spirit makes intercession, crying out yeah. for us with groanings, tongues we don't understand. Right. <clears throat> right? Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the perfect will of God. That's mm -hmm. Romans 8, 26 and 27. Mm -hmm. So if Jesus gave you this perfect grace called the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. who bypasses your inability to pray, and He says, you know what? I know you're too stupid to even pray. And I'm saying that, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it as a joke. Mm -hmm. You're too stupid to even know what you need to pray for. Yes, yeah. thank you. So I give you grace to pray in my spirit. My God, it's rigged. You see, if you lay down your will and do it His way, it is so rigged in your favor, you can't lose. Because no matter what comes against you, Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. If the mind of the Spirit is praying through you and is discerning you, yeah. Yeah. who is he? Yeah. He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. So not only has Jesus given you the Holy Spirit to pray through you, the secret weapon of this deal is the Spirit of Christ interacts with He, Christ, at the right hand of the Father, Amen. who intercedes for you day and night right now. Yes. My God, I can't lose. Amen. If you really knew what He gave you, the grace that He gave you, Amen. you could not lose. My God, I can't lose. I can't lose. The only thing that can keep me in a place of losing is if I 
don't lay down my will. Uh-huh. If I keep trying to do it religiously, if I keep trying to apply this and do this and try to assign that and make myself feel better, I appease myself, whatever, all these lies, the Lord says, no, you'll come to me my way. You will lay down your will. Amen. Meaning you, what you perceive to be right. Amen. And you will come to me in my will. Amen. And if you come to me in my will, Amen. His will is, He gave you the Spirit, that's His will, mm-hmm. you will pray the perfect prayer. Yeah. Yes. You can't lose. Amen. Amen. That's actually what verse 127 says. You should get it out. You should actually tattoo this one on your body, on your mirror, on something. You should use because this is the central element of grace. Amen. It's not you, it's you laying down your will to Amen. give your life in prayer. Amen. He's calling you into prayer, guys. He's calling you into a to a life of deliverance which is centered on prayer. Yes. He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because He makes intercession for the saints, for the people, according to the perfect will of God. My God, the most righteous thing you can do after, after, you see, after prophecy, the most righteous thing you can do is actually crying out to Him His way. Because if you cry out to Him His way, He will answer you. You know how He answers you? He gives you dreams and visions so that you can release His will. Paul said it this way in in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 when he's explaining the way a church should function. He says, I wish you all pray in tongues even more than you prophesy. That's 1 Corinthians 14.5. I wish you all pray in tongues. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say, that's you. That's you. That's you. For hours a day. Don't waste your time in dead religious places. Keep on repeating the same things over and over again. Right? I, 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 I wish you all pray in tongues. Why? So that you will prophesy. Yes. Prophecy is always a product of your heart cry. Yes. If you pray, if you pray in tongues, you don't see me. I've I just eliminated all of your excuses. I, I've eliminated all of your religious junk, all of your stuff, and I'm asked, the Lord is actually asking you, will you lay down your will? Jesus said this about the cross. He who desires to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Have you found it? Yes. There's a lot of people being awakened in here tonight, or in the season, you're being awakened. But have you found your have you found your calling? Have you found your purpose? Yes. The only people I know that have truly found their purpose have a prayer life that is supernatural. Yes. Okay? Yes. A lot of you are, are teetering on, on coming into your purpose and your calling. Yes. But only your prayer life will produce what you really are. Yes. Because your prayer life, and I'm talking daily, praying the Holy Spirit daily. Okay? Your prayer life will actually pro- produce the ability to release the vision of God. Amen? Because when, when your prayer life literally is bent on finding the will of the Lord, are you bent on finding the will of the Lord? You see, a lot of you have been trained religiously that you, you've had your, your inner inside, your heart appeased. 
by coming to coming to church organizations, coming coming and doing religious things, but you've never really found your purpose and your call. Because your purpose and your call will only be revealed in a full-blown attack on heaven. Jesus said this about the spirit of Elijah. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Your call has to be sought out. The assignment on your life has to be sought out by knocking on heaven's door so profoundly. Right? You see, I spent 10 years, and my wife can, can attest, I spent, I spent one year praying in tongues six hours a day. I spent years, on average, between three to four hours of praying in tongues a day. Because I search, I literally beating on heaven's door. I want my assignment. I want to know who I am. I am not a mere man on earth. I am a supernatural creature. Something that hasn't existed before. And I'm going to go do what you've called me to do. Okay? And after 10 years of beating on heaven's door, the Lord came to me in a dream and said, a man from India will call you. Okay? You are to go. Mm-hmm. My calling was being awakened because I beat on his door for a decade. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ten years. Ten years. <clears throat> of beating on heaven's door. For free. Okay? And suddenly I'm standing in front of 3,000 people, 5,000 mm-hmm. people, 10,000 people at a pop because the Lord actually birthed it. Yeah. That wasn't me. No. I, had to, I had to lay down my will and search out the Lord in a supernatural way to believe and expect yeah. in what the Lord was doing. Yeah. Yes. Amen? Amen? So have you, have you found your purpose in your call yet? Yes. Some of you are teetering on, on, on an awakening of the gifts. Right? Yeah. A little hot. Some of you are teetering on this awakening of the gifts. It's this new life. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know this was real. I didn't know that the Lord actually spoke to people. Right? But have you found your purpose and your call? Yeah. Yes. Have you truly found it? Yes. Yes. People may say, well, why are you standing in a living room talking this deep about the Spirit of God with people? Do you know why? Because I, sent, I spent my five years in India as an evangelist getting people baptized in the Holy Spirit and casting out demons and healing the sick and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it was time to reproduce. Amen. You see, Amen. the season the season in India was evangelistic. Right. It was about giving the Holy Spirit. Right. But you know what this season is? This season is yeah. about multiplication. Amen. This season is about an army being awakened. That's right. That's this right. season is about people knowing who they are in yes. Christ. And that they've been given grace. They've been baptized in the spirit of grace. And that the Lord is actually not giving you an option. He's actually giving you an option, but He's not giving you an option. Yes. Because if you want Him, if you want your purpose and yes. your call to be yes. revealed, you will knock yes. on heaven's yes. door yeah. with the language that bypasses yes. Yes, all of your inabilities. And you will set your day every day. You will set it on waking up, allowing Him to wake you up in the middle of the night, yes. allowing Him yes. to lead you to say, "This, you're going to fast today. Ooh, you're going to yes. fast Holy this Spirit. whole week. Yes. I don't care if you think you're hungry. You're going to fast this week because you're going to be sent to that guy that needs a demon cast out. Yeah. Uh, Amen? Amen. You may say, well, why is that important? Why is prayer, why is searching out the Lord so important like that? Mm-hmm. Let me let me tell you a little bit, a little story. Okay? How many of you, um, I'm going to read this scripture out of Mark 9. I'm going to paraphrase it for you. But here's the deal. Jesus 
brought Peter, James, and John up, up to the mountain, the mountain of transfiguration, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. All the other disciples are in the valley below, okay? They're in the valley below working with the people, praying for them because Jesus had already sent them out, mm -hmm. right? He sent them out two by two. You've been sent out? You've been sent out two by two? So they've been sent out two by two. Jesus comes down the mountain and he finds a crowd around some of the disciples. And what's going on is there's there's a boy who was, it says he had a lunatic spirit. He had epilepsy. You know anybody has epilepsy? The Bible in Mark chapter 9 calls it a lunatic spirit, a deaf mute spirit. Okay? It says that it caused the boy, the spirit, this evil spirit caused the boy to throw himself down in the fire and foam at the mouth. We call that commonly in America a seizure, seizure right? Yes. Mm -hmm. What do they do for them? They give them meds. They give them meds. Right? Well, that's a seizure. That's a physical problem. But what, what did Jesus define it as? He said that's a deaf mute spirit. That's a, that's a lunatic spirit. Right? Right. And so in, the, in this, in this, um, in this story, um, you know, it's, it says that the father, the father was searching for disciples to help him. Okay? And when the father finally got through all the disciples, they couldn't cast the demon out of it. And Jesus saw the commotion as he was coming down the mountain. And Jesus approaches him. Okay? And, and this, is, this, is, um, this is Jesus' answer to the father of the boy. Actually, to the disciples who couldn't cast out the demon. Right. He says, O faithless generation, how long um, shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit, this, this lunatic spirit, convulsed him. He fell on the ground, wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And the father said, From childhood. And often... He, he, he does all of it. The Spirit has worked to destroy him by throwing the boy in the water, even trying to drown him. But if you can do anything, so this is the Father speaking to Jesus, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us, help us. And Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Do you believe? Yes. Yes. You have people with needs yes. in your life? Do you yes. believe? Yes. I believe, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Amen. I believe. I believe. Right? And so it says immediately the Father cried out with tears. The Lord um, uh, says this. Um, Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to a deaf, dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter in him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said, my gosh, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked Jesus privately, why could we not cast him out? And Jesus says this, a very spiritual revelation. He says this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. Your prayer life produces power. Yes. 
only your prayer life can produce power. Yes. And there's things all around you that you've been you've been naive to, you've been darkened to, that you've accepted as normal. You, you've accepted what the medical people said. You've accepted that you're always going to be depressed. You've, you've just been blinded by the world. And Jesus said, no, that's a spirit. That's right. And it's got I'm, I'm discerning that spirit. That's right. Yes. And that boy yeah. is going to live a normal life. Amen. He's not going to be Amen. a victim. Yeah. Right? Amen. And Jesus said, this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And so why is your prayer life important? Because when you find rest in, in Him, in mm-hmm. the Spirit of God, mm-hmm. and not the system, okay? That's right. When you become unified, get this. The Lord is bringing clarity to your heart tonight. When you become unified in His Spirit, His Spirit is what will equip you to be a deliverer. Yes. Okay? Amen. And that's what this whole thing was about, you becoming a deliverer. So I believe the unction of the Lord is in here tonight. Amen. There's people in here who are going to be unctioned to start a prayer life that is supernatural. There's people in here who are going to be unctioned to begin fasting. One day water only fast, three day water only fast, seven day water only fast. You're not going to die, just drink water. Mm -hmm. But supernatural things come upon a man whenever you begin fasting Mm -hmm. and praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because it cleanses you? It it not only cleanses you, but your spirit is awakened to connect with with the wisdom of God. Amen. And it Amen. is the wisdom of God that unveils the lies and the demonic powers and everything right. that's around you. And it begins to open your eyes to what you're fighting against. Right? Right. Most of you, if I ask the question, you have no idea what has hunted you in your whole life. Mm. There's a target on every one of you. And Satan's yeah. designed for you is to keep you jailed, keep you deaf, dumb, and blind spiritually, keep you powerless. But that's not the will of God. Amen. Amen. And the will of God is so supernatural that you can't get there as a man. I don't care yes. what anybody yeah. in a leadership role in a church said that if you do this, if you stop sinning, mm-hmm. if you don't do that, mm-hmm. that stuff's not going to get you awakened spiritually. That's right. That's right. Your prayer life, being baptized in the Holy Spirit and knocking on heaven's door is the only thing <laughs> that will bring the voice of God into your life. Amen. And that's why Paul said this is the way the church should be designed in 1 Corinthians 14. He centered the whole thing around this is why you pray in the Spirit yes. with an expectation that you hear my voice, you get yes. visions and dreams, yeah. and you prophesy, uh-huh. which breaks darkness off my church. Amen. Yes. Amen. It breaks darkness off my body. It breaks darkness off my believers, my Amen. people. Amen. So how could you get through life without prophecy? You can't. You know why people get through life without prophecy? Because they have no value of prayer. And if you have no value of prayer, right, you will create something that looks righteous. You will create something that looks religious. And you all, and I'm saying this openly to the world, you all are willing to sit in powerlessness because you've never encountered power. That's right. Because if you encounter power, you would not tolerate week after week of inability and powerlessness. Exactly. Without a vision of the people. Never. I can't live without the power of the Holy Spirit. I can't yes. live without seeing people baptized. Yes. I can't live without seeing people healed and delivered from Come brokenness on. and depression. Amen. And from, from de- being demonized. Yeah. Yes. That's not that's not um, that's not just a medical condition, my friend. Mm-hmm. 
That's a demon. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's a demon. Or and we have to get that demon out. out. That's right. Right? What's the intent of demonic powers? What do they try to do to you? Kill, destroy, and kill, destroy, and keep you blind in the spirit. Amen. Their intent is to keep you blind. You don't even know they're there. They're, they don't exist. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, who says fasting and prayer, will unveil your enemy before your eyes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And you will know that that boy doesn't simply have epilepsy and needs medication. <laughs> that boy needs a demon cast out. Amen. 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 Say this, say Holy Spirit. Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Give me grace. Give me grace. To pray in tongues. To pray in tongues. Day and night. Day and night. Until you answer me. Until you answer me. Until you equip me. Until you equip me. With the ability. With the ability. To cast out demons. To cast out demons. sick. Raise the dead. Raise the dead. And equip the body. Equip the body. With dreams and visions. With dreams and visions. Through prophecy. Just like you made that drunk guy. Just like you made that drunk guy. In the middle of an Arkansas church. Not only did he come sober. But he come equipped to hear your voice. And go get people saved. Make me that man. Come on, give me that grace, Holy Thank you for joining this week's episode of the School of the Holy Spirit. For more information or to request David at your church or conference, please go to davidcuppet.org, D-A-V-I-D-C-U-P-P-E-T-T dot O-R-G, or fivestoneministries.org. You can also find the School of the Holy Spirit podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Charisma Magazine. For a deeper dive into the Holy Spirit, we encourage you to purchase David's new book entitled Wisdom-Filled Warriors, available on Amazon. We pray that you will encounter the Holy Spirit in a transforming way and become all that Christ has prophesied over your life.